We are now conducting our final systems check. Please stow all carry-on items in the under-seat compartment. For your safety, remain seated with your seatbelt fastened during your flight and watch your children. To the Lost Boys of WDW, the only podcast made by kids for kids. My name is Tucker. I'm the host for this podcast. Today is July 21st, 2021, and this will be, if not top 10, top 5 um, soundtracks of, around Walt Disney World. And I'll be in the main dish, so we'll get into that later. Um, but, you know, if you like what you hear on this podcast, please be sure to like and follow, or, you know, however you do it on your streaming service or however um and also please be sure to you know share it with your friends or leave a review i'm just trying to grow this channel out and that's the best way to do this um i also created a twitter page which you could check that out that's a friendly way to you know connect to our podcast directly um and chat about that give me some feedback through there or i just created a website a couple days ago which is like um trying to remember the url www.weebly no www Lost Boys at www.weebly.com. Um, that way, it talks a little bit about, about a bio about me, um, a little bit of bio about the show, why we do it and stuff. And then it talks about, um, there's a contact page, which you could just check that out. It gives me some feedback. Um, if you want what you wrote on the show, just, you know, let me know in the email. Um, so, yeah, that's basically, you know, that's some ways you can reach out to me and stuff. Um, a new um, thing I just wanted to change about the podcast is that I'm not going to do it daily, like three times a week or anything. Um, just a reminder, I'm going to start doing it like weekly, once a week or something. Um, that way it gives me enough time to make the edits and the quality a lot better. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, today, since I, you know, it's going to be a top five, it's going to be opinionated stuff, I figured I would introduce um, one... Um, Recent podcaster called Sawyer. Hi, Sawyer. Welcome back to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Well. And we got a special guest, um, one that has not been to the show yet. Here you go. Hi, I'm Dad. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm so happy to do it with you. Thank (laughs) you. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. So this is the first time you've ever been recording on a podcast, right? I believe like, so, yeah. WW Kidcast, you're the bank accountant and the editor. I think I asked a few questions on that episode, or at least one of those episodes, kind of like, okay, which would you rather kind of situation? But for the most part, yeah, I think this is the first time I've ever recorded a real podcast. All right. And I must say, you have a great setup over here. Thank you so much. You like some <laughs> nice equipment and get the lights going over here with your Disney uh, memorabilia scattered around the room. I'm kind of digging it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we're... Um, that's pretty much what I have to say for the intro of this podcast. Um, I just wanted to forward a couple stuff to you, some information before we actually get into the podcast. But, um, aside from that, let's just get straight into the daily. Hope you, yeah, pretty much hope you enjoy it. Thank you. And now it's time for the daily bugle, just like the chips that we love. All right. So are y'all both familiar with what the daily bugle is all about? I think so. All right. I think so. so um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a listener. So yeah, absolutely. Loyal, aren't you? Um, so basically, for the Daily Bugle, for the new listeners, or how, however, 
Um, basically, it's just talking about some news about the Disney parks. You know, it could be talking about some of the media, some of the TV shows, whatever. Um, just Disney park related stuff around the world. You know, it could be whatever, anything that pops up on the news. Um, but do you, we want to talk about, you know, they just created these new golden statues around the parks and like Disney World or Disneyland, is it? It's Disney World. It's yep. Disney World. Um, mm-hmm. So do we want to talk about that and how they started making them? They're starting, it's like a scavenger hunt, is it not? I'm not quite sure. They haven't really released much information on it yet, but that's kind of the impression I got that there'll just be 50 of them scattered around the four different parks, and there's kind of releasing information one by one. So it's just pretty much an easier hidden Mickey. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, it may be hidden. I don't know. They're not really telling us, but I mean, it's, uh, I think it's going to be neat that people are probably going to want to go around and take mm-hmm. photos with all 50 of them to say they did it. Yeah. So are you going to think you're going to want to do that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he will whenever he yeah. goes for his trip if they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. We'll um, see. When I'm not sure when we're going for our next trips. I mean, it may not be during the 50th anniversary, yeah. and they may not be doing it then. It's just up time to come. But it um, may be one of those things that sticks around forever. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, they started making a Pumbaa one, did they not? Like, it's uh, they've already made one of those, haven't they? I think they've already announced two of them so far that I've heard of. It was the Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Queen. And that was the first one they introduced. And it was big. It, I mean, just from the pictures I saw, I mean, it looked like it's probably about 18 inches tall, maybe two feet or so. And then, yeah, the uh, two of the characters from Lion King came out next. Wait, two inches tall, you said? No, I said uh, the, they're 18 to, oh, to 24 okay. inches tall. Okay, I thought I was saying, like, that's really small. Yeah, that would be. That would be like, pretty much a hidden Mickey. Yes, it um, would. So that's going on. There's just. They're very much just constructing golden statues, which, of course, aren't going to be actual gold because people will be stealing those in. Um, so, yeah, they got golden statues going on. They got, uh, oh, Biden has just been established into the Hall of Presidents for Disney World. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I saw a little bit about that. I mean, it's it's going to happen. We all know that. Yeah. I don't think they open it up yet, though. They haven't. They're uh, just making it. Oh, yeah, yeah. they showed a model of it, yeah. um, and they're having done the animatronic part yeah. of it. Yeah, and I saw they have his uh, his uh, Ray-Bans that he absolutely loves wearing. He's, he's always t- uh, wearing whenever he has photo ops and stuff, mm-hmm. sitting on the table beside him, along with a few other things that kind of help represent him and where he's from and his history and stuff too, which it's nice to always see his little additions like that. No matter how you feel politically about them, it's just it's going to happen. Just like Donald Trump, just like... George Washington, if you're around for that time. Um, so, yeah, so Biden's been established in Hall of Presidents. The Golden Statue are being made. And the Food and Wine has been cre- has been opened up to the public, correct? Yes, um, indeed. They got a lot of good options on there. I've talked about it in the pre- previous up- episode, talked about some of the menus and all that kind of stuff. I was like, Wing Stop, not Wing Stop, but, you know, the Wing concessions to cut <laughs> concession stand. Um I think they got habanero stuff. They got buffalo stuff. They got some Hawaiian style stuff. I think it all sounds delicious. Um, are y'all into hot wings and stuff? I can handle them. I'm, I'm excited more about the lobster rolls and some of the lobster drink rolls. options Me they too. have. Yeah. Me too. Whenever we go to Disney, it's always going to be lobster rolls as an American one. Um, yeah, so we're just we're just country lawyer, if you may say. Yeah, we tend to go more during <laughs> food and wine than any other time of year. I think yeah. uh, your mom tends to. Enjoy going around and getting all the different samplings of different foods. She loves the Hawaiian Pavilion, uh, the Hops and Barley Pavilion, among a lot of other things. But, yeah, I think her favorite is still something at the Hawaiian, some kind of pork, pork sandwich pork. she just loves. It's got pineapple something in it, too. Yeah. And teach yeah. their own. 
And, um, um, so yeah, so food and wine is being created. What about, you have anything else to say? Well, there's actually a couple, a little bit of breaking information here that's come over the past couple hours here. Um, everybody knows that some of the live entertainment at the parks has kind of been shut down, but a couple of shows or things that have been closed have now starting to open up, or at least mm. there are now states for it, including number one being the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. They're now going to have that opening up starting August 8th, from what I understand. And there's one show that is at the Hollywood Studios that is uh, a favorite of one person in the family. Oh. Uh, the, the Beauty and the Beast show. It's, <laughs> a, it's a combination of dance and songs and everything else that one person in our family really loves. Uh, any idea who that will be, Tucker? Uh, or Sawyer? Um, mommy. Mommy, that's right. She absolutely, that's one of her favorite shows is the Beauty and the Beast at live on on Broadway style show or yeah. whatever, and that's one of her favorite style watch it for mommy. We might watch that sometime, and next time we're there, you know, I think okay. that's I think that's nice. I think I'm glad to see they're starting to get back into the shows and entertainment and involving some of the things with characters and live people in it again. And uh, I mean, Monsters Inc. with the fact that it's an indoor show, you're sitting around people and you have interaction with the cast members in addition to the the monsters and who are there. It's air conditioned, absolutely. <laughs> I think those, I'm really happy that those things are coming back. Um, I talk about like the laugh for bad like That's right. Like um, you, when they tell jokes, you try, you laugh, and then that's that it. circle say, that's that it. line thing keeps going up. That's right, that's right. And I always submit my one stupid joke. I say something along the lines of, How does Mickey pick up Minnie for a date in a minivan? But I'm fine. But that, wait, I'll be, wait, wait, wait. There but I, but <laughs> I've been making that stupid joke since minivans were actually a thing at mm-hmm. Walt Disney World. So yes, I, I'm a trendsetter. Exactly. <laughs> we haven't even seen the Laugh Floor. We've never been to yeah. it. Yes, you have. You were little, I think, the last time you were there. But it, we've been there before. Um, Daddy, uh, I think be, we should go there like, for the next Okay, um, we might do that. Please. Um, be honest with you, when you started talking about Holiday Studios and this big show that our family likes and stuff, I was starting to think... Is Fantasia, Fantasmic going to come around? No. But then I saw photos of it and how bad oh, and bad yes. condition it is, and it's going to take it's going to take a long time. To It'll take months, months of work for them to get that back in in yeah. operating condition from the photos I've seen. Because obviously, I mean, it's not been not been up and running. The lake in front of it has been drained. Uh, it's looking like it's in kind of rough condition. Like it's obviously been been abandoned for a year plus, kind of. And it's it's kind of sad to see the state of disrepair it's in nowadays, but. Anyway, it'll it'll get back. It's a popular show. I'm sure it'll come back here hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, I doubt it'll be this year, but maybe sometime for maybe next summer or something, and maybe it will be back. Oh. Uh, I do have one other piece of information for the right. Daily Bugle, if I'm allowed. Absolutely. Uh, they uh, they uh, they Disney released a poster for the upcoming Star Wars Hotel. Oh yeah. And uh, it looks pretty cool. It's got just a ton of characters on there, including Chewbacca and some stormtroopers and Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Uh, and, but it looks like they're going to start releasing information here and there. So uh, reservations for that hotel are going to start uh, in 2022. Hey, but Daddy, I mean, can it tell, like, Darth Maul to the people? I think most people who are listening to this probably know who Darth Maul is because they've met him at Disney World or seen the movies. But uh, he, he's the scary bad guy. In, uh, like in some... the one that has the three lights over one right, That's right here and one right there. No. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're releasing information about that. And uh, – Apparently, you get to play different characters, whether they're a young Jedi or a, a Knight of the Republic kind of situation or something. But, I mean, it's supposed to be really nice, really fancy. I'm worried to see the price when it comes out because I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. But, fortunately, it's only just for a couple of days. But 
How much I mean, are you estimating for each room it, Friday it's, night? It's got to be a, a couple of grand each night, kind of thing, mm-hmm. minimum. If, if, if it was anything less than four grand a person per night, I'd probably be surprised. Considering it's supposed to be fully immersive, yeah. and they've got to make it good. So if you're wanting to be fully immersed in this situation, in this environment, it's you're not going to want to go ride rides at Magic Kingdom yeah. or Epcot or whatever. You're supposed to stay there the whole entire time yeah. and just get the full Star Wars experience. Exactly. I mean, you're going to want to get your money's worth out of it. So, But they're going to make it... It's going to be exclusive. It's going to be hard to get in for reservations, I imagine, for quite a while. Um, you know, speaking of release stuff and posters and all this kind of stuff, they just released the, you know, have you heard about the space restaurant that's going on near Mission Space? At, space okay, 220. Not, space 220. That's, that's what, it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah that looks really cool. They showed a photo of the, it's like an elevator, and basically it's going to be like, um, you know, Hollywood Tower Terror. No, not Hollywood Tower Terror, but it's like it, you're rising up from Earth. 220 miles. <laughs> hey, Dad, um, can I tell, like, the people about one part that I know about Space 220? Well, there is a part where you walk in, which you see outer space suits. That's and, right. like, helmet and all the mm-hmm. other stuff. And, like, uh, lines, like a cage. That's just right. show them and off. And I figured that it's probably going to be connecting right next to Mission Space. So when you get from the ride and you feel like you're throwing up, you're just going to eat more food. <laughs> I believe it's going to be just to the right of mm-hmm. space, but I think it'll be good. I'm kind of looking forward to it. It'll be a different experience. Astronaut food. I believe it's ran by the same group that run Tutu Italia, but I'm not mm. positive on that. So the food quality, I mean, should be okay. For, uh, astronaut, for astronaut food. I mean, I'm not sure you'll be eating frozen ice cream, or <laughs> dried ice cream, rather, or tang, but yeah. uh, hopefully it'll be nicer than that. But I have heard they're kind of a nice wine selection and, and a few other things from some of the rumors I hear going around. But I really do look forward to that. Because I imagine with that technology they have now with OLED televisions and 4K mm-hmm. this and that, hey, Daddy, I imagine it's going to look pretty realistic. Hey, That's Daddy, coming how up. about oh. tell them one of the wines if you know one? Can you tell me, tell them some of you? No, know? I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a big wine drinker, so unfortunately <laughs> I can't really talk about that very much. But, um, uh, but anyway, that's my Daily Bugle. Uh and isn't that's coming out in early 2022? I heard hopefully, hopefully. Um, but Rakutuli, I heard that's going to come in late 2021, including October um, 1st. October 1st, really? That's, that's the date. That's the date I keep hearing awesome. is October 1st. So, so they're going to have that open for the big 50th anniversary, along with a lot of other things. And they're going to have mm-hmm. the new fireworks show at Epcot. Uh, they're going to have, uh, um, We'll see. I mean, they're, I'm sure they're going to have all kinds of secrets and, pl- and surprises ready in store for everybody. You know, it's been like, feels like the longest wait of all Walt Disney World, any any attraction that's ever been made. The Tron ride, okay. that feels like it's been taking forever. It's been, like, it's been an idea for like four years and it's been made, it's been taking like three years to make. Well, I know it's an exaggeration, but it just feels like it's been that oh, long. Oh, absolutely. It's been a while. I mean, we're, I'm excited for it. That's Space Mountain's been my favorite ride for a long time. Yeah, I have a feeling this could... Yeah. Easily top that. Just from the videos I've seen from the Tokyo version of this Tron ride, I think it's going to be something special. I really do. Another one is taking forever. I'll, it was originally supposed to be open for the 50th. Was the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster? Oh yeah, we've seen that. I've seen some videos of the how the, the coaster is going to move on it. So oh, it's going to spin as it's going up and down the tracks and every which way. Mm. It's going to be nice. This is a new technology, from what I understand, that they're doing. They're implementing into this ride. But it's going to be intense. It's going to be fun. But unfortunately, there's another one of the delays thanks to yeah. COVID. And we're not saying rush it, like just go as fast as possible to build it. I want, you know, it should be quality, and that's what y'all are doing right now. So that's why it's taking so long. We understand that. It's just, you know, that's that's what it is. That's what it's going to take to make a Tron ride that's going to be, you know, fully immersive and all that kind of stuff. So 
That's the Daily Beagle. Um, and time for the main dish. Are you Yay! all ready? All right. So main dish is normally the part in the podcast which we're talking about, you know, the main thing, you know, it could be top five, it could be talking about, you know. Like but, top ten and mm-hmm. all kinds of numbers that we could do, like six or five. Um, but it could be it could be anything. But today, what we're gonna do is this is basically gonna be a top five of our favorite soundtracks around Walt Disney World. Um, okay. Each of us have made our own list, talking about you know what's our favorite thing when we go to Disney World. What's our favorite thing to listen to around the parks? What's our favorite? Whenever we ride a ride, what's the song that you know pops out to us? Um, but yeah, we made a top five. We narrowed it down to five, not ten, because ten would be just too long. Um, but who wants to go first? Me. Okay, Tucker. Yeah. I'll go first. I think it should be Tucker first. All right. So okay. I'll go first. Well, for not from five to one, five being the least of the favorite favorite, if that makes sense. Um, I have the Grim Green Ghost song from you know the Haunted Mansion. That's um. You know, whenever you go to a Haunted Mansion or, like, you're just watching any of the Haunted Mansion movie, the Grim Grin Ghosts come out to socialize. Yeah. A bit of backstory about that. <laughs> that's you know, that's like the theme that. song of that. It's the theme song of the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. Um, Loki and Libby Square, if you need to know. Um, but, yeah, Grim Grin Ghosts is just it's a catchy song that gets stuck in your head. We tried to memorize the song. Remember <laughs> that? did not go well. And I mean, I feel like that would have to be on the top five if you were trying to memorize a song that well. Um so, you know, we learned a little bit about it. Um, we try to learn, master it a little bit. Um, but, no, it's just a fun ride. I enjoy the ride. It's a, um, it's a fun song. It's just a good combination. Um, whenever we go to Disney, we're going to have to ride that ride. And if it's going to be, if a song is on the ride that we love, we're going to have to choose it. Um, but the Grim Green Ghosts come out to socialize. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my top five. That's Grim Green Ghosts, just because I enjoy it a lot. Um I thought the top one was his favorite. He's starting at number five and going up to the top to save, going to save the favorite for last. Oh, okay. Um, so, Grim and Green Ghost, it's just, you know, it's Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite rides. If, I think it was in my top five attractions last time with Sire. Um, oh, and yeah. I was talking about, uh, I want to get this right, we were talking about, you know, the... Um, when we enter the lobby, and basically it's like the six-wall thing with the, the walls that go up and higher with the paintings and stuff. Mm-hmm. The I stretching wanted, room. I wanted the stretching room. I wanted to clarify, there's a side to the room which you should stay on so you can get to, like, you know, the entrance of the actual ride. Because well, I told him, I don't, I don't know if I told him wrong, because I want to make sure I did it. Well, I think it depends on which side you go into, because there's different stretching rooms. Mm-hmm. So you're not trying to spoil. Oh, anything. there are. There's two, there's more than one stretching room, if I remember oh, correctly. What? Uh, maybe I'm thinking wrong. Maybe I'm getting it in ta- ta- uh, Tower Terror mixed up. But um, I know there's at least two or three for Tower Terror. But I may be know, getting it mixed up. But yeah, it's been be it's been a while since I've written it, so I I, I don't really know. Uh, I, in my mind, I think we go where if you walk in at that six o'clock, you go out probably around three o'clock. Uh, as far as looking at it as a as a mm-hmm. clock dial. But don't hold me to that. It's been a long time since yeah. I've written. I used to know that probably, but not anymore. Um, we just get sidetracked a lot on this podcast. Y'all just, that's a warning right there. Just get used to it. Um, so, yeah, find number five for myself. I have Grim Green Ghost. So, who would like to go next? Are we going to yeah. clockwise? Sawyer. All right. All right. Sawyer. Okay. Number five. Uh, Drum roll, I, please. 
Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't have the sound effect. <laughs> yep, number five is... Is... That was suckers. Yours is all aboard. I think is what you told me earlier. Uh, all aboard the train, the Walt aboard. Disney World Magic Kingdom train. Sure. Basically, and, the one that you know. like. I like the like the the colors and all the choo choo and all of the talking things. <laughs> Very awesome. cool. So, so you're talking about the train that goes from the Magic Kingdom to Liberty Square yes, to what well, used to be Toonstown and, and back up kind of thing. Yeah, I understand. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping they get that back open again soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that, that? Hearing that all aboard. It's iconic. <laughs> that, yeah, that just... That's great. I mean, great we were just watching a YouTube video to show because we missed that ride. We were watching, you know, tour around Disney parks and talking about, you know, they were talking about Tomorrowland. They go fully around the park talking about Frontierland, Fantasyland, mm-hmm. all these. And it's just a closure. It's a closure, and it's a good way to, you know, transport yourself and your family to a designated area of the parks. So all aboard is your uh, your, your number five. five. That's awesome, dude. That's a that's a mature choice. I'm, I'm happy with it. I thought he told me earlier that was what it was going to be. He mm-hmm. kind of told me his top five earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I knew that was going to be number five for him. And I thought, hey, you know what? That's a great choice. Um, all right. So let me clarify one thing here. Yeah. When you said earlier soundtracks, or, or I kind of took that to interpretation to sounds in general. Absolutely. It's like, it's <laughs> not necessarily the sounds of people walking down Main Street or anything, but the sounds that are made by Disney and can kind of be played when they want to or during something or whatever. So that's I'll make sure I understand it. Because I have some mind, or I'll go a little bit off Absolutely. track of this. We were talking about literally just a song here. To keep it simple, you know, it could be literally anything in Disney World. If it's, you know, if it's it could be a sound from Walt Disney, like around the Main Street USA because they have music constantly playing, okay. Americana. Rise, it could be you know anything. Um, Perfect, just go I, ahead. That's fine. I just want to make sure I was up front and clear there. All right, so number five for me, I'm also sticking with Liberty Square. All right, I'm gonna go see our old Liver Lips McGrawl, Big <laughs> Al, and Wendell over at Country Bear Jamboree. I mean, it's just number one, I like it. It's air conditioned. I'm a big fan of air conditioning in Florida. Me it's too. just, <laughs> I like that. It gets hot up there. The, I like that. That's right, that's right. But you get in there, you hear the the bear bands will play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zeb and Ted and Fred and a bear named Tennessee. Uh, you get that going there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I tried. I, I did my homework before I got here. Um, but yes, I mean, this something about sitting in that theater. The chair is not the most comfortable, but sitting in that theater is relaxing. Mm. Here's some good old country music and some good old country playing. Uh, but hearing the, the animals singing their songs and doing their little skits and stuff, but I think that song just kind of says, you know what? You're in Disney World. You're sitting in the Magic Kingdom. It's a classic old ride, the old attraction that's been there for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, it kind of takes me back a little bit. If only the movie could be as good. <laughs> Secretly, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen it? I've never seen well, that movie. I kind of saved myself. I yeah, you it. don't need to watch it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's bad. Um, but, that, but that makes sense. Country Bear Jamboree. I was either you were either going to have it or I was going to have it. Um, but it, it's a fun ride. It, not a fun ride. It's a fun show to watch when you're just you know chilling around. Frontierland is it? It's Frontier. Um, it is Frontier Liberty Square. It's, it's, it probably is Frontier. You're it's right. It's Frontierland. Yep. Abias saw we had a meet and greet or something like that, and they started walking around with him. That's right. Um, he, I remember that. We have a photo of that yeah. somewhere. Big Al and you walk around holding hands, and he oh, him yeah, leading you down I the street. <laughs> right, I remember that. Very good. Funny. It was a fun experience. Um, so, 
All right. Tucker, you're up for number four. Oh, I'm next up. That went really fast. All right, so my number four, I have a sweetheart for this ride. Um, So basically, if you listen to my top five attractions of Walt Disney World, I was talking about, you know, my my two favorite rides are Space Mountain and Splash Mountain. Um, And I know that Splash Mountain is going to be closing up soon to be refurbished for, that was a good word choice right there, Um, for the Princess and the Frog themed, which is going to be exciting. Um. Something new, you'll see how it is. You never know. Never know. It might be back Can't on my show. Yeah. But for right now, um, but getting sidetracked again, zippity doo dot I have is, you know, it's an iconic song from, you know, it gets stuck in your head from the ride. Um, especially when you get from that um, big drop around at the top mm-hmm. um, and you hear that music, you kind of feel relieved a little bit because it's, it's a suspenseful ride. Um, and you get all wet and all that kind of stuff. But at the end, you just have this song. Good job. That was oh, great. That was good. I can't sing in my song. It's a good one. When it, that's that's, that's part of a good song. It's got to get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And so I'm wondering, did Song of the South, you know that movie, did? Yeah. So they made the ride off of that, did they not? Or did they do the make the ride before Song of the South? No, Song of the South was made back a long, 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 long time before, me, before yeah. Magic Kingdom was ever a thing for right. for Disneyland or Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, they just took that idea, the storyline for part of it from the old Bear Rabbit and and uh, added that and figured out a way to make that into a storyline that would work for what they did. But they just took a off the off the shelf ride, Flume Ride, and tweaked it a little bit here and there. Uh, and try to figure out what they would do for the characters and the storyline, and said, you know what, zippity doo dah is the way to go with it, and and it's become a, an iconic ride now. It's been very popular there since uh, the '90s, I believe it was. Sorry, I think you even have a poster of it on your room. You have a the poster from the grand opening when they uh, first yeah, I, opened I'm it. So the, jealous the oh, there. I, I remember near my door. That's right. right that's mm-hmm. right. It's a big poster. Uh, I was able to pick it up at an online auction um, for with that was just full of Disney memorabilia. I can't remember if it was Van Eaton or what, but it was an original attraction poster for Splash Mountain. But yeah, I understand Zippity Doo Dah. It's one of those songs that gets stuck in your head, and you'll find you'll definitely be humming it when you're getting off of that attraction, soaking wet with your underwear <laughs> all soaked <laughs> in places it. you don't want to soak that, and your socks and <laughs> shoes are yucky, and you're singing it's, along. What a great a bitter, day it is! It's a bittersweet soul ride because you know. You hate to love it, but it's just, at the end of it, it's just enjoyable. It reminds you of Disney. It's just, it's lighthearted fun. Um, so, it is time for number th- four for Sawyer. Four for Sawyer. Number, number for Sawyer. All right, so that is Small World. Small World, That's great choice, Sawyer. Thank you. So, what do you like about that? Well, it's a good song, and it's just... Uh, you just like the attraction? Yeah, I uh, just like the song. It's really good. Well, your mom likes that ride a lot, doesn't she? Me too. She? I like it a lot. You can drop like a coin of it and make a wish. That's fun. That's true. You could do that one. But yeah, I think your mom likes it. Not necessarily for the song. I think it's more for the ride. The, the ride, the fact that it's simple, but the colors. I think your mom really likes the colors and in the, the attraction. And the dolls. This, and the dolls. Yeah, she's a girl. Wait, is this the top five favorite soundtracks or is this... Top five most annoying soundtracks. Well, for him, apparently it's top five favorite yeah. for him. So it would definitely not make my list. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, last time I was here, I started to buy a I Survived It's a Small World t-shirt. <laughs> um, but I didn't end up getting it. But yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's one of those songs that's, that's really good. Uh, from what I understand, they originally were going to have all the different countries singing their own national anthem. I heard about that. I was like, that's going to be a long ride if they did that. Well, not necessarily that, but it's just you can't understand what anybody's saying if you have 20 mm-hmm. different countries singing their national anthem at the same time. But it's all unified in one language. I mean, so. imagine all us talking at the same time. You're not going to be able to understand us. Imagine them singing in different languages and whatnot, and different songs on different pitches, on different tones. It's going to be a nightmare. So they decided they were going to do something that's going to be a little bit more universal, a little bit simpler, and it's been around for generations now. Now, um, and at, in the beginning of Small World, I don't know if it was Disneyland, Disney World. I think it was Disneyland, honestly. Um, didn't they bring cups of water from each country around the world, each of the countries around the world, and then pour it into the river? I believe you're getting that mixed up with the Rivers of America, I believe, really? at Epcot. Don't hold me to it. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I remember they were lined up at... Uh, you know what? Disneyland, I think you're right. I think they did do uh, something similar to that there. It was in that Imagineering story, and they were talking about creating the ride. You're and absolutely right. That's a great show if you need to listen, if you need something to watch. Um, that's a plug-in right there. Um, so, yeah, Small World. So Great choice. It is a great choice. Thank N- you. Nothing wrong with that unless, you know, nothing wrong with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, who's turn? It's your, it's your turn. I think it's I, I think it's my turn. All right, so I'm going to go with number four. So this is another one of those go-with-me moments because this isn't a song. It's a sound effect. It's a, it's, um, a score, if you will. All right, that's so understandable. This is one of my favorite rides. So obviously it's going to be one of my favorite sounds because it takes me back every time I hear this. And I've actually had this as my ringtone on my phone for a while, but it is the sounds when you start walking in the tunnel <laughs> for Space Mountain. Yeah. You hear this, the low chimes, the... The slow rhythmic tones and just you know what you kind of get transported away to what feels like a futuristic place, and it's uh it's me it's incredibly relaxing. It's not ASMR or anything, but it is very relaxing, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I wish I didn't have to walk through it as fast as you normally do whenever you're walking down through the, the tunnels to get to your favorite attraction. All part of it though. But I have yeah. often found myself either listening to that sound on just YouTube or other places, and it just mellowing out a little bit um that's one of two things i have that uh i, I listen to just to mellow out and relax but that one there just that's my favorite attraction that attraction is what made me fall in love with disney world and so that takes me back every single time i hear that that sound that's just sounds and uh i thoroughly love it enjoy it uh, it was either me writing that down or it's gonna be you but I, I think you're a bigger space mountain fan than i am um but yeah, that's a completely respectful choice. I love that song. I have that downloaded to my playlist. It's just it's one of those songs that you can keep listening to over and over and over. And so, yeah. Um, so, whose turn is it? That's going to be you. That's yeah. going to be number mine. three. I'm number three. You're halfway there. Everything is better in three. You've seen this car commercials? Like, you know, that is. No. Okay, so it's just me. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just you. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so number three, I was talking about this earlier in Daily Bugle. Um, one of my favorite rides, one not my favorite rides, I keep saying that. One of my favorite shows at Walt Disney World is in Hollywood Studios, and that would be Fantasmic. Um, and if you don't know me, if I just have that song downloaded. I've watched it. I listen to it thousands of times. It's just got this iconic, you know, it's like 13 minutes long, which is crazy. Gracious. Um, but for the ride, I for, for the song and the show, um, you know, whenever we go to Disney, I always have this memory of us, you know, getting snacks and just sitting out there at late night, Hollywood Studios, and you know, we're just having a blast. Um, so, do y'all like that one? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember it that well. Me too. I don't remember it. I remember the show. I remember the water spray. But uh, the sound, I mean, I believe they just have different audio from different movies. Is that right? I think so. Um, It's got, it's a combination. It's like a, what's it called, a DJ track. Okay. And they add different songs into it and all this kind of stuff from Little Mermaid, from Lion King, from... um, It's a medley. It's a medley. Melody, you're right. Medley. Medley. That's Med- right. Medley. M-E-D-L-E-Y. Medley. Well, then I just learned a new word. Cool. Look at that. Um, but yeah, so Fantasmic, I got for number three. Um, I just think it's it's one of my favorite shows. It's going to be one of my favorite songs. Um, so yeah, that's my number three. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so who's next? Uh, be... Me. Okay, so sorry. What is your number three? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh, I love the way you said Boy, that. Very nice. So you like your big yo-ho-ho Pirates Life for Me yeah, fan, Yeah, huh? I got like a costume, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry, you did dress up for Halloween. You must really like that ride yeah, and that sure song. Yes, I do. Like there's a you, you Big Ten, like there's water of a the one that had the... The mist? Yeah. yeah I understand. You like the part where the mist comes down and you've got the guy, uh, Davy Jones, I believe it is, talking to you. Uh, um, No, that guy, that evil guy yeah. that keeps showing down. You, you think it's water, but it's nothing. Yeah, it's just like a mist. But so you like the song "Pirates of, from Pirates of the Caribbean"? Yes, sir. Yo ho, yo ho, sing it now! Oh, a pirate's life for me. Well, that is a great song. That's another one kind of gets stuck in your head, and you can find yourself singing it as you're walking off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can, they did a great job on that from the movie too. Kind of continuing that little homage to that there, and that's a homage to our new our next episode, and we'll we'll keep that secret actually Ooh. until. You want to talk teaser. about that now? No, no, no. I'll, I'll look forward to the teaser a little bit, though. All right. Um, so we'll just keep that a secret, and then we'll just head to Pirates of the Caribbean. You like that one? Yeah. And now it's Daddy's turn. Okay, that's fine. So, once again, this one's a little bit more unique. This isn't really truly a song. It's more of a narration. Uh, but this is one of those things that I have listened to hundreds of times. Uh, it's one of those sounds and the videos that I found online that has the audio recorded for it, that if, I, if I'm stressed out and I need a relaxing moment, it helps mellow me out. Can I guess it? Is it the Princess Fairytale Hall at Magic Kingdom? Did you read my list? Absolutely, I did. I sneaked Good. snuck it in. Wow. Oh, okay, yeah, you, you must have snuck my list. No, it's, <laughs> uh, it's Spaceship Earth. Uh, something about the audio, the sounds, the whole nine yards, just mm-hmm. the... Even the keep your arms and ears and arms and legs and water inside the vehicle <laughs> at all times, it's just very relaxing to me. Uh, when Rome is burning, and we're thanking the Phoenicians, thanks to Jane, Dame Judy Dench, uh, I mean, it's just it's just very relaxing, very soothing. I've got it downloaded from YouTube on my phone, uh, and sometimes I'll find when I've had a tough day coming home from work, I'll just pop that on and let it play in the truck as I'm driving, and by the time I get home, you know what? It's a good 25-minute audio clip, but it's very relaxing, and I enjoy it. Um, it's very soothing. Um, it's almost like a white noise at this point, so I don't even really have to hear what they're saying. Just to know what it is. Just know what it is. Uh, I mean, I remember the Jeremy Irons version a little bit, but to me, Spaceship Earth is definitely Judy Dench. Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried because I heard they're going to be renovating that attraction sometime in the future, and I'm worried yeah. they're going to take the – the heart and soul of that attraction out. Modern it. Modernize yeah. it. But um, uh, hopefully it'll still be relaxing. They're not going to upbeat it too much, but uh, not much I can do about it. 
Um, you know, that's the thing about Disney music. That's the thing that, I mean, about the, the options that we chose for our top five or, you know, any Disney music, it's just soothing. That's well, it's Walt Disney World's known for its being welcoming home in a way. Um, and that's what it brings to the table. Spaceship Earth, you know, Zippity-Doo-Dah, Grim-Goon Ghosts, whatever we choose, it's always going to be soothing because, I mean, Disney's just welcoming. And that's pretty much, yeah. So, Spaceship Earth, and... Uh, it's your turn. Keep forgetting. All right, so yeah, Tucker, number <laughs> wow. two. It is going fast. All right, so for number two already. Wow. Yeah, we're up there. All right, so your runner-up is for you. Our us uh, runner-up. So that would be number two, right? Yes. Okay. Number, number two. <laughs> okay. First place loser. <laughs> um. I'm in the middle. I'm. But I am. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so number two, I have. The Carousel Progress, which Ooh. is honest, there's a great big beautiful, beautiful tomorrow. tomorrow. Now this one is real close to being my number one, just because I love the ride. Um, uh, we I remember that one time we were just chilling out. I went in my separate directions and stuff, um, and I had to head to Carousel Progress because basically the parade when you, the parade goes around the you know the Main Street mm-hmm. USA and all this kind of stuff, you can't get to any other park area. Mm-hmm. Like a lot you're barricaded in, yeah. and I was barricaded in Tomorrowland when we started. So I had to find something to do. Space Mountain was too busy. Um, Laugh War, I think, was closed at the time or something like that. I don't know okay. what it was. And Epster um, Order was, was – that's crazy. Epster Order is always crazy um, busy whenever we would try to go there. Um, but the only thing I didn't see that was, you know, super crowded and busy it was Carousel Progress. So I tried to give it a chance, and I enjoyed it. Um, and it's got a good air conditioning, so that's always a good, you know. It definitely helps. That's the highlight of that attraction that, for me. Absolutely. I mean, once again, I like the history of it, but that is one of those songs that gets stuck in my head, and it's not in a positive way to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, it gets old real quick to me. I disagree, but, I mean, that's. Hey, it's each their own. That's, there we go. Um, and this is, like, one of the first attractions that Walt Disney actually envisioned and tried to create, because wasn't it in the World's Fair when this first premiered? I believe so. And he added it to Disneyland, and then he added it to Disney World, and. So on, so forth. But um, I just have a soft spot for this ride just because it stands over what Walt Disney World is, Walt Disney is and how he wants to de- change over the years. And, you know, that's what Disney World, that's, that's, what, that's what Disney has been doing over the years. It's changed from, you know, going Snow White and being like one of the first animation movies ever made all the way up to, you know, modern day and all these new just um, time and class, timey, timely modern movies in a way. Um but yeah, basically Carousel Progress. I just love what it stands for. I love the song. There's a great um, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a dream away. It just in my too. head really quick. You um, said that's what it's supposed to do. So yeah, so from root, some Why? from the creation of root beer all the way to you know t- self talking microwaves. That's my favorite one. Uh, that's my second favorite one. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it was. Wasn't it root beer? I, I don't recall. I think it was in the second level. Sorry. Second room. Okay. Second room. All um, right, so we're off to number two for Sawyer. Um, um, now, look, at, I've got your list here in front of me. It looks like your number two is back at the Magic Kingdom with Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Seven There's Dwarves. There's a lot of Magic Kingdom. <laughs> That's uh, great. That's okay. a great choice. Thank you. And it's yo-ho. Nope. Yo. That's right. Yo-ho. yo-ho. That's right. Hi-ho. Yo-ho. 
Idaho, we haunt the where we go. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's quite similar to Big Thunder Mountain, just has a better soundtrack. Uh, so I, I, like, I agree with that. Yeah. I like that one because it has like bass and just yeah. like shows the elves like grumpy. And the dwarves. It was created in 2016, wasn't it? Because I remember we... I don't know that. Oh. Actually, I think it was created in 2015. Yeah, because I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but it's one of those rides that you don't actually have the soundtrack for very much in it. I mean, you got in the tunnel, mm-hmm. and I believe you have it at the end of the attraction. But other than that, you're not really hearing the um, the high ho song too much in that. So it's yeah, getting a short burst, but it's enough. But I remember driving through that, riding through that tunnel, and you got the dwarves working around trying to get the gems out of the cave, and you, they're singing away, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and like one of those just has like. Gems on the That's right, Doki, I think. It's a very Dokey. short burst ride. Um, and once again, for the ride and the song itself, I think that, you know, it doesn't make much of an appearance in the actual attraction, but for what it stands for and, you know, the, being one of the first animated movies ever, and it has a good, great soundtrack to it, hi-ho. Um, I just think, you know, it's it's got it's all to be up here. It's got to be one of the verse. It's got to be, you know, number two spot for that. Um, so that's a, that's a respectful song um and i don't think anyone gets hold of that you know great choice great choice yeah, yeah. all right so i believe it's back to me for number two my I first runner up my so. first loser <laughs> okay so once again this is not really a song this is not really an attraction but this is one of those things when i hear it good feelings come to mind all right it brings me once again to my happy place because literally the sound is bringing me to my happy place and i actually have the clip from it here Let's see if you hear it I'm trying to guess what it is. Uh, Any what guess? Is that? What is that? Um, Any idea, Sawyer? It's uh, not a song, is it? Again. I'll play it one more time. Is okay. it like when you get in the people mover? Oh, oh very good. It's a close guess. I can see how you can make that mistake, but it is a mistake. I'll play <laughs> it one more time. Okay. Um, trying to remember. I, I, it's so close. I'm just, I'm trying to figure. That it out. is when you swipe your magic band to get into the park. Oh, oh that's, that's a good. Yeah, one. It turns green. It says, "You know what? You are good to go. Go enjoy your day." That was well thought in of. Walt Disney World. It's one of those things. It's just a. It's Not you know so. what? I don't have to scan my fingerprint mm-hmm. a million times more. I got it right this time, and it worked. And I'm good to go. I'm great. Have uh, I mean, I'm good to go. Have a great day in the park. Go uh, enjoy everything I want to do. But you know what? That's the first step. I have to get that sound to go enjoy my day. And here's a forward message to Bob Chapek. Please bring back free magic bands. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, want the Mickey magic band. You want a Mickey one? This, okay. I have an orange one, just orange. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm thinking the, 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 it's still going to work with the phones and the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. which I think that's, that's great. That's handy. I do yeah. think it means I've got my Apple Watch, and I can go up there and just bing, and as long as it makes my sound still, I'm good. Yeah. It makes you just non-silent. machine. It's the machine that makes yeah. the sound, not the... Uh, me. Yeah. Yeah, but that anyway, that is my number two, is the Magic Band chime, or Magic or Entry Chime from mm-hmm. the Magic Band. That's a great sound. Yeah. All right, so I think we're up to number one. Tucker. Tucker. Ta-da. You're number one. So for my number one, I think it's real close to Carousel Progress, but if if you know me or anything, I've talked about this on the previous top ten tractions. As close as pretty much everything I've talked about on this, my top five has been in the previous podcast. Um, But 
I have number one. I have Soren. You know, I don't think it has really a name for the song, but I think it's just a riot itself. Um, in fact, there's little beauties under your seat, and um, I'm trying to remember the name. The dude's name. I don't remember his name, but um, he was the host. He was. It was kind of comedic. It was kind of um, what's I don't know. But basically, I think it's a fun ride. I think it's enjoyable. I think the way they immer- they immerse the ride um, super well. Um, and they added an update to the ride, and they added a smell to it, did they not? Uh, I don't know if it was up to it. I thought it's been doing that since the beginning. Really? Because I thought they had to add, well, maybe they just added more to it. Maybe. That's what it was, because they added, like, some tropical island or something to it, and that's one of my favorites now, all of a sudden. Um, We're the, like, the, the, the sea mist, the, the aroma of the orange groves, the, um, the tropical, yeah, the tropical smells to it. Uh, fortunately, you don't smell the the, the dirt kicking up when they go to the Savannah Plains and the <laughs> oh, elephants. Oh, it's all about that. Yeah. yeah, the dirt from the elephants kicking up, whatever. Hopefully, you don't add that to it and get dirt in your eyes. Yeah. But <laughs> here, Here's pop quiz, Dad. Okay. So, at the end of Soaring at Disney World, what is the last last world, you know... Last scene? Last scene of the ride. Okay, I do know that. Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. Sure? 100%. Sorry, do you know? Yes. All right, what do you, you think all it say is? It, y'all say it at the same time. Okay. Get for Three, it. two. No, I'm gonna let him go. Okay. Go. Disney World. Can you be more specific? Fireworks was Disney. What? What World. park? Is it Magic Kingdom? I'll give you. A, is it Magic Kingdom or Epcot? Uh. I'm hoping I get it right too because I'm not. I'm fifty <laughs> fifty. Uh, he doesn't know. It is Epcot. It is Epcot. It is Epcot. Okay. You've got Epcot. Tinkerbell flying over, doing the little pixie dust with the fireworks. Sure. Yes, it is Epcot. She's flying over Spaceship Earth and. You go over what used to be the Leva Leva Legacy monuments going in and stuff. So I'm interested. Now they've renovated the front of the park. How they're going to affect soaring with that? Are they going to redo Ooh. that part of the scene, yeah. or are they going to leave it where they have the Leva Legacy and the the old fountains and all that? And because I mean, they, Epcot's changed a ton. Those buildings that were there are not there anymore. Yeah, and obviously they can't change it right now because everything's under construction still, and they don't want to have construction buildings in the video and for the ride. But I imagine once that construction ends, they're going to go back and redo that. But, yeah, I understand Soren, great song, great uh, great soundtrack for that. Yeah. Uh, that's a great choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. That's uh, I think that's a solid number one. That's a song I revisit all the time in Apple Music. That's, and I'm trying to think of, you know, what are the songs that I listen to that are Disney that, you know, I keep revisiting. And those are usually going to be everyone's favorite. So that's what I found to be my favorite. Um so that is my number one, Soren. Your turn, buddy. Number one for you is. You got a friend in me. Ooh! Now, what ride is that from? Or attraction is that from? Dash, my favorite. Now that's ride. your favorite. We were talking about it in a podcast, and that's your favorite ride of all time at Disney. Isn't it? That yes. makes it appropriate for favorite ride. Like the pink at yes. the end it has like the penguin. You got a friend in me. With that's a, right. Like with a. The microphone. Oh, the microphone. And the penguin. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the penguin. Squeaky, I think it is. Squeaky, there we go. I like Squeaky. Yeah, that's a great choice. I have show him. What does he do? He's just a squeaky toy. He got fixed in Toy Story 2. I think so. Yeah. He's he he just singing on that. the microphone, though. That's a great choice. I mean, you've got earlier parts in it where they're doing the blast yeah. off when he's on the race, when he's on the little racetrack, whatever, for Slinky, Slinky Dog. And they, three, two, one. And he got blasts off or whatever, but then they that end old. up with a. You got a friend in me, right? The end kind of hidden squeaky at the end because 
when you're when you're on the ride or you're lined up for it, I don't think you can even see him. I think he's hidden by some books on the back side of the building, the show building there. They kind of kept it a secret before the actual yeah. um Ooh. release of the ride, did they not? Now is this a spoiler? Did we spoil? Did we spoil it for somebody? Did we spoil that squeaky? That there's a squeaky cameo. Oh man! And Slinky Dog Dash. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, you probably shouldn't listen to our next podcast. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. I was joking because I'm joking about that completely. Um, but so your favorite ride is also going to be your favorite song. That's completely understandable. One of my favorite rides is one of my favorite songs. Um, and I'm guessing that's going to be the same for you. <laughs> well, no, it's not my favorite ride. Space Mountain, yeah, close. So, Space yeah. Mountain is definitely my favorite ride. But what I ended up doing was I took your instructions about top soundtrack and I took it as literal as possible. Um, <laughs> this is, it may be obvious. Some people say, why haven't you had it on there already? You know, cause I'll say it for number one, but that would be Aerosmith's rock and roller coaster. All right. So something Welcome about that three, two, one, and you start <laughs> blasting off and you're listening to walk this way by Aerosmith <laughs> or there's about four or five other songs that I've heard over the years. I mean, it's, uh, that's my favorite personal song by Aerosmith, Walk This Way, and that was what I was lucky enough to hear the first time I ever wrote it. Now, sorry, you haven't read this attraction because you're not tall enough yet, but I believe probably by the time COVID is over with and you're able to go back to Disney World, you will be old enough and tall enough to ride that attraction. So you'll get a rock and roller coaster. So you'll be old enough and tall enough to experience that. They're going zero to a gajillion miles an hour in 1.0 seconds, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But, yeah, for that one, it's, it's basically, once again, a medley of different sounds, songs from Aerosmith as you're going over the entire attraction. I think they've got the speakers built into the, your head's headrest right behind you, and I feel like they have some in your back of your, uh, right behind you also. So they're kind of going from different angles. Everywhere. Different, yeah. Immersive. Fully immersive. It's almost like oh. a 3D sound going around you there. But uh, they just kind of got those tunes pumping, a little bass going, and it gets you in the mood, and it kind of gets you excited, and you don't even realize you're going uh, loop-de-loops and sideways and every which way because you're going so fast, and you listen to the music at the same time. And I cannot ride that ride without singing the song to whatever's playing at the same time. And, yes, you have definitely given me, the, to the listeners, my dad definitely has given me a hard time by saying, Welcome to the Jungles by Aerosmith. It's yeah, not yeah. I heard you say that on a podcast. I tried to cover it up, but it's yeah, just, that didn't go. Yeah. I didn't raise you very well, apparently. Hey, um, Daddy, may I tell part some parts that I know about rock and roll? Absolutely. Well, you can. Well, there's lots of lights that the signs are like uh-huh. you go like it's spooky when you see a truck on the light and just oh, super scary. Yeah. And you go upside down like you maybe you lose your keys. That's right. Doing that. That's right. So, but for you those who don't know, I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster is done by Aerosmith. Um, they were you go to have a little meet and greet kind of thing with them in the studio, and then they get whisked away to a concert start. they forgot about or something, but. Um, and they demand that we get to go with them. And they say, you know what? Get them the fastest stretch limousine you can find. So that's what they do. So they get you in a fast stretch limousine, and they get you to that concert quick. And then at the end of this ride, you get to see Aerosmith up on the big screen, rock and roll, rocking and rolling up there and just uh, playing their concert for you. And that's it. It's just, uh, and I'm a big Aerosmith fan. I've seen them in concert with your mom. And... We had a great time. It was many years ago. We've seen Aerosmith. We've seen Aerosmith in concert. I did not know that. Yeah, that was back in the time when their uh, the Armageddon song was really oh, popular. Yeah. Um, 
Don't Wanna Miss a Thing, I think, was their big hit at the time. Yeah, the only the slowest song they made so far. Yeah, I don't know about it. It's, it's pretty close up yeah. there, but it's that's definitely one of those bands I would love to see again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's part of the reason that that has become one of my favorite attractions. My only concern with it is that it's starting to age itself out a little bit. Uh, a lot of kids, your generation, think that Aerosmith sings songs like uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle, apparently. <laughs> So I'm, you always hear you always hear rumors that they're going to redo the the attraction with a new band, new group. Uh, who could they use that for? I have no idea. I mean, a few years, ten years ago, I thought you know what, Foo Fires would be a great group for it. Um, in current times, I have no idea. I mean, maybe they have to do something completely different, not do a rock band, but do something like The Weekend or Billy Ellis or something like that. Just get somebody completely from left field to come in and do that. But they have to some have somebody who has that. Disney, Disneyfication of the of their their lifestyle, and that will be clean and and wholesome enough that would uphold the image that Disney would like. That would carry on for long enough to make the ride valid. Um, but Aerosmith, I think, has done a great job of that. The past twenty five years or however long that attraction has been there, it feels like it's longer than that. But um, but anyway, that was my favorite attraction in Hollywood Studios. One of my favorite bands of all time, but definitely my favorite song, soundtrack, audio from Walt Disney World. So, that's a lot to take in right there. <laughs> um, I don't think I could talk that long and for five. It's dark, right, Daddy? It's like super dark. That's right. Um, I'm as bright this. So, is that it? I think that in- concludes our top five soundtracks of Walt Disney World. I just realized something, Sire. Um, since, you know, you were little last time we went, you're going to be able to ride all these rides. You're really able to listen to all these songs. And, you know, who knows, late in the future or something, you know, you might have these change over time, and you might be able to, you know, ride Rock and Roll Coaster. You might be able to ride. Has he been able to ride Space Mountain? No. Uh, yes, he has ridden Space Mountain. Okay. So. Last time he was there, he was four. He was a little on the tall side for a four-year-old, but he mm-hmm. was, there was a lot of things he couldn't do. So now he's seven. Maybe by the time COVID's over with and he's able to get back to the parks, he'll be eight. Expedition. Yeah, Expedition Ever. Not, about that. not a great um, soundtrack to it, but yeah. I, yeah there's none. Is, is the one like, what do we do? Like the one that has the, what, what ride was you about to, what you were singing? We have, I don't know. Like we don't Blake know. and Mommy Has Brood. Okay, I don't know. Um, So, I guess that concludes the top five, you know, our favorite, Dad, Sawyer, and I's soundtracks of Walt Disney World. Okay. So, you gave us a little teaser earlier. Oh. What your next episode is going to be? Can you give us a hint, or can you just go ahead and flat out tell us what your podcast is going to be about next time? I think I can probably just give it flat out. Okay. Um, so we figured. Um, I'm hoping that we'll all be back here again. Okay. Um, and I figured we would do our top ten or top five. You think? It depends on what the topic is. We'll do. T- our topic is going to be our favorite movies or TV shows made by Disney. You know, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, or anything. Fox, no, no. I, th- I think top five will be plenty. I think we'll top have plenty five. to talk about just with top five as it is. Because yeah. that's just a huge catalog of uh, we can pull from just for them. Disney Plus and you'll find everything pretty Absolutely. much there. Um, I think that's a great topic, though. Yeah. Top five movies slash TV shows for Disney. To talk about, you know, what I was saying about the spoilers, I was just I was joking around. Please be sure to listen to it. I was just, you know, saying that, um, yeah. So... <laughs> 
we're, we'll be good. I think we'll, we'll get into the movies and the we TV shows. We won't, won't get the plot. We won't get the plot. That's what I meant. We won't um, get into more than they don't get away, give away in the movie summaries on movie trailers and all that. Um, so, yeah, that was our main dish. Um, thank you so much for listening and time for the outro. And there you have it. That concludes our episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all. Thank you for my dad and my little brother to, you know, record this with me means a lot to me um so if you like what you hear please be sure to like and follow 